Hi there, I'm uh, Stephen Stairs. I'm the president and CEO of Benton Resources, Inc. Uh, we're listed on the TSX Venture Exchange, and we're a multi-commodity company uh, involved in copper, nickel, platinum, palladium, lithium, and gold, uh, along with uh, subcredits of cobalt and uh, silver. And our main focus is uh, advancing our high-grade Great Burnt Lake discovery in Newfoundland, Canada. Steve, good. Thanks for joining us. First time you've uh, been on the show uh, with Benton. Um, you've had a you've had a great few weeks of it, haven't you? Yes, Matt. It's been uh, wonderful. Um, you know, in my career, uh, you know, since I've been in this industry, seventeen years old, uh, this is by far the best project uh, we've ever worked on, and I believe uh, it will be a substantial high-grade resource uh, by the time we're done. Yeah. Right. Like, so like you said, we're going to get into it in a second. Um, I, I, I'm going to start with the, the, the copper, copper gold side of things, and we can maybe you know get into some of the other commodities, including the, the lithiums, the PGEs, et cetera. But before we do, before we do um, tell me a little bit about you. What's your background? What have you done? Uh, so I started in the industry when I was uh, 17, years old, 17 years old. My whole family uh, basically are uh, prospectors in the industry, my uncles, uh, my dad, uh, my two brothers uh, run publicly traded companies or have run publicly traded companies. Uh, and, uh, you know, my latest uh, uh, discovery here is Great Burnt Lake. And uh, we've been involved in many, many discoveries across Canada and worked uh, worldwide in various environments. And uh, basically, uh, you know, my my uncle and my first cousin uh, discovered the newfound gold uh Keats zone. My mom is a Keats. Uh, so, um, you know, that's a major, major uh, thing that's happening in Newfoundland right now with uh, over 500,000 meters of being drilled. Um, so, yeah, the whole family is involved and uh, we uh, we love what we do. Well, keep it in the family. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, like, um, let, let's, let's start off, let's say, with, with the first project, was it was Great, um, great Burnt Copper um, and Gold Project. How did you pick it up? Why do you own it? Uh, well, we've been following the project for quite some time. Um, we've seen that uh, John Ryan picked it up in 2016. Uh, prior to 2016, most of the exploration uh, on Great Burt was done in the 60s and 70s. And after that work was done, they anybody that went back into the belt tried to expand on new deposits and new resources kind of outside of the known drilled deposit. Uh, what they didn't know is uh, in in the 60s when they drilled it, they had uh, poor recovery issues. Uh, they had azimuth issues with actually not knowing where the winky size, you know, the size of your baby finger core, uh, you know, where those drill rods were going. Uh, so therefore, they didn't adequately test the deposit. Uh, and uh, from our understanding and reading the old drill logs, they were talking about poor recoveries, uh, grinding the copper uh, ore away because it's very soft and you know standard drilling, it's pretty tough to, to recover that stuff. Uh, so in 2016, Spruce Ridge re-drilled some of the deposit only to find their grades were substantially higher and their thicknesses were substantially wider uh, in somebody's previously drilled sections. Um, so they they done a campaign in 2016, 2018, and 2020. Uh, 
all being very successful and expanding, you know, better grades and better thicknesses. Um, in, uh, and then in 2021, they moved 16 kilometers to the north. Uh, with that program, they started drilling some gold intercepts. Uh, didn't report to copper, interestingly enough, uh, but wide intercepts of gold, you know, 1. Uh, 1.7 grams gold over like 50 to 51 meters and, uh, you know, some three grams over 20, stuff like that. So, you know, this is a very robust system. Um, uh, just north of where Spruce Ridge drilled the gold zone, we've done some trenching and we've uncovered, you know, up to five and a half percent copper with uh, six grams gold. Um, historically, there's five drill holes in that area over about a four and a meter strike length with very good grades of copper over significant widths um, and sporadic uh, assaying for gold uh, because uh, that they didn't originally assay for gold in that uh, south pond deposit. So this is an area that we can hammer with drill holes and expand on that resource. And uh, but this uh, it would also have high grade gold. So there's six known occurrences over 15 kilometers uh, that really need new modern technology, new drilling, and uh, and uh, more geophysics uh, to to chase these deposits. Okay, and just I'm just unclear about how how you picked it up. Okay, Spruce Ridge Resources um, had it. There's even a kind of PEA on it. What um how had what were the what was the cost of it to you? When did you pick it up? You know, yeah. Do so, you own it? Yeah. So uh, what ended up happening is uh, Spruce Ridge, um, you know, had some internal management changes. The uh, new CEO that came in, Steve Balsh, great guy. He's a he's a real good nickel guy. Um, so I think they start focusing on trying to pick some nickel assets up. And uh, so I approached them and said, "Look, I'll give you a fair deal for uh, for the project." Uh, can we can we get on with uh, with making a, an option on it? And uh, he was amendable to it. Uh, so we paid 15 million shares, uh, which are periodically escrowed over 20 months. Um, so five million came free trading or comes free trading in January, uh, and then another five million eight months after January. So next like November, and uh, then after that another 12 months. Um, so um, we uh, we are earning seventy percent interest by spending two point five million dollars, and we've already spent about one point five or one point one million to date on the uh, current six thousand meter program we just finished. Gotcha. Okay, fine. So, so on the conclusion of that that the spend that the two point five million spend, you will have a seventy percent position, and that option will be will give you seventy percent, right? That's correct. And with the financing we just completed with Sprott, that that will get us our 70% interest. And from there, it'll be a 70-30 joint venture, uh, a participating joint venture. And if Spruce don't uh, participate, they will dilute to zero. Gotcha. Okay, so they will dilute to zero and you have the chance of picking up 100%. Correct. Simple, really simple, beautiful. Okay, great. Um, so obviously you know you know a lot about this, and there's a, there's a lot of data. And I say there's a PEA. Um, when, what, when was that PEA from actually? Uh, they filed it in, in 2022. Okay, okay. So obviously the grade the grades are good, um, but you got to go and find a bunch more of it. So tell me more about this drill program. Yeah. So the grades uh, in in the PEA is 
are really based on like two and a half percent copper, and it's it's based on probably eighty percent of historical drill holes, which we now know are completely inaccurate. Um, everywhere we've we've drilling, drilled and drilled outside of, our grades have been much better uh, than uh, than what was reported. So this is to us unbelievable. And outside of that, we've drilled outside the of the PEA pit shell or, or uh, grade shell that they, they counted the resource in, and we've expanded on it, and it's wide open, up dip, up plunge, uh, and certainly down plunge. Uh, hole number 12 would have intersected, uh, which should be the next round of drill holes released, uh, holes 13, uh, 12, 13, 14. Um, the, the center of the, the core of the high grade would have been right in where 12 plunges, and that's wide open down plunge, and uh, we suspect that that hole will grade, uh, you know, very similar to other holes that we've announced. And we're pretty excited uh, that, uh, you know, that this thing is wide open down plunge and, um, and not previously recognized. Right. Okay. Now, you, like I said, you've you've had a sort of exceptional exceptional month or so in terms of reaction to the market. You know, and, and and not surprising when you're sort of, you know, hitting hitting grades of uh, like 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 you are over you know de- decent widths too. You know, we're talking about you know twelve point three meters of seven point two and um, eighteen meter eighteen point eight meters at you know three three percent. It's 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 catching the eye um, for sure. Um, but it's all recent, right? And you know, the attention has been recent. So um, clearly, you're expecting some kind of reaction. You must be clearly pleasantly surprised by the reaction in the marketplace. You've raised a little bit of money now. Tell me about the the strategy that you're going to employ in terms of making sure you don't dilute the hack out of everyone, but can get after this thing in a slightly more aggressive manner, if, if that's the plan. Yeah, for sure. I've been got about 3.5 million in equities. Uh, you know, we got another uh, uh, just about 3 million in in uh, cash. Uh, so we're we're fairly well positioned to you know to to advance it probably for the next year. Uh, realistically, this needs 40,000 meters of drilling to get started. Uh, you know, with these zones to the north uh, that are wide open, uh, there there is some structurally uh, complexities to it that uh, you know we we need to do trenching, open this stuff up, get some good mapping done, uh, understand the structure, the folds, uh, you know, the limbs, and uh, once we start getting this picture put together, um, I think the next uh, summer is going to be remarkable for uh, for success. Um, so drilling down plunge this winter, just to show that the Great Barrett is open. Uh, there's a there's a zone called the North Stringer Zone, which is uh, 800 meters to 1,000 meters north of Great Barrett. That was uh, that was drilled by uh, Celtic Minerals in, in 2000, uh, 2003 to 2007. Celtic went bankrupt in the 2008 uh, uh, crisis, and um, you know. That that stringer zone, they had uh, DPM anomalies outlined uh, for drilling, which they never tested. So there's another big target that we have. They did have some high-grade copper in narrow widths on that north stringer zone and wide zones of low-grade stuff. Um, so this thing has gotten multiple chances to have multiple uh, VMS deposits in this in this vector, and uh, 
if we can put all that together and and start coming up with some six to ten million ton deposits, um, it's it's going to be a wonderful year for us. Yeah, it's essentially these kind of um, uh, volcanic um, massive sulfide deposits. They you don't need a lot of them at the at these sorts of grades. So if you get a sort of sense of what you're trying to build up here, because again, I, and it comes back to what we're seeing in the marketplace where you know. The business model seems to be changing for companies. You know, gone are the days of maybe trolling to the edge of the envelope. You've got to sort of take take advantage by sort of creating value quicker, um, and then sort of being able to communicate to the market what what the kind of plan is for you as a company. It, it, you are exploration guys, right? Is that that's what yeah. you focus I mean, on? Uh, so, how do you build the story up? Yeah, you build it up by keep delivering results. There's just you know, as, as we know. Uh, Talking the talk is one thing, but walking the walk is a whole different story. And, um, you know, it took a long time to find a project of this this caliber to to be able to walk the walk. We've always talked the talk. We've been involved in many, many discoveries, uh, a lot of them small, some bigger ones. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's we just got to drill and we got to deliver results. Uh, and we got to do the work. We have boots on the ground. You know, we're boots on the ground guys. We, we you know, we... we do the work ourselves. Um, we built the camp ourselves. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we done it all. We only own this project since, uh, September 1st. We've permitted the, we permitted the drill program, permitted the, uh, the drill pads, uh, you know, built, built a 20 man camp, uh, and we drilled 6,000 meters by the end of November. So that's, uh, at less than $200 a meter all in. So, Pretty That's remarkable. Good. Uh, That's feat, good, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, can I just talk about this story, Daddy? You, you, I know you weren't necessarily rubbishing it, but you, used to, I guess, questioning the 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 quality of it. How do you use that, or how do you analyze that historic data? There's got to be some benefit in there, and if so, how, how do you come at it? How do you interpret it? Uh, the stock performance. No, the, the the historical data you you were talking about some of the drilling that previously was not necessarily exceptional. Historical data is uh, is just that. I mean, you use it to your advantage. Uh, there's there's obviously some really good data in there. I mean, the deposit was found and uh, and drilled, so therefore you know that's you know the first step. Um, now we have to take the you know the drilling with a grain of salt. Uh, and uh, and and improve on it, and uh, either uh, you know prove that it was was wrong, or uh, so that's going to take more drilling, uh, and uh, and or prove that uh, you know some of it was good and some or some of it was bad. But uh, uh, you know from our drilling to date, we've certainly proven that that we need to to. To re-drill this whole deposit. Right. Okay. Okay. I guess you'll you'll work out how to reinterpret that data um, with a bit of supporting um, yeah, drill, drilling even, action uh, as well. Okay. E- okay. E- even the geophysical data, we've you know we've we've started to engage uh, geophysicists to relook at you know every bit of geophysical data that's been that's been completed in the past from the '60s all the way up to you know the 2000s when uh, Spruce Ridge flew a new airborne. I mean, there is hundreds of untested conductors, uh, you know, with with known copper occurrences from historical prospecting, for instance. So now tying 
the old historical data on top of new conductors that were were discovered with you know VTAM and 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 newer type surveys. You know that's all coming together. So and that, this is the reason why we start to do some trenching to the north because you know that's never been done. I mean the Great Burt deposit's never been stripped off, and it's you know it, it's within two kilometers of a huge power dam. Uh, that's uh, you know that our camp sits on, uh, road okay. accessible. Um, so you know this summer we're going to strip that thing right off and wash it so we can get a good look at the geology, the structure, the you know uh, how how the how the zoning is looks on surface. Um, all this data is going to help us uh, you know, find more deposits and also uh, define you know the ones that we're drawing off. Okay, well, look, and maybe you can come back on and um, dive into. The, the drilling and the drill data and the interpretation of the historic data with one of our geos and we can kind of we can get into it so to start in a sense of you know what you're seeing there um one of the things you did mention and, and so so great so we look forward to that um but like I say there's a lot of moving parts here so as well you've also got lithium right so you know people do want copper and gold you know and uh, silver and, and, and zinc and cobalt but they definitely are interested in lithium at the moment you kind of got you got your Vinland a lithium project with Piedmont is involved. They've, they've put some seed capital in there. Um, again, wh- where's that come from? Yeah, so that uh, that started 2021 uh, in a joint venture um, partnership with Socom and Minerals. Um, basically, we we you know during the the gold rush in Newfoundland, we thought there's opportunities to uh, to find new gold uh, deposits on large scale structures that nobody was really looking at. So Tim and I, uh, the CEO of, of Sokoman, we put together a proposal along with my brother Mick, uh, you know, uh, looking at large-scale structures. We staked a whole pile of uh, large land positions, and um, and we started to look, you know, uh, immediately take a helicopter in and, and start prospecting. Uh, the very first day on the Golden Hope Gold Project, we discovered a series of lithium dikes. Uh, first ever on the island, um, and since that time, we've discovered very high-grade cesium dikes, also first ever on the island. Uh, and, you know, in a thesis, this, the lithium should have been there because it's, it is the same belt as the Carolinas that go up into Nova Scotia and then across Newfoundland and into Ireland, where the Leinster uh, lithium deposits are. So in theory, they should have been there, uh, but nobody had ever found them. So... Uh, this was the very first uh, discovery since that time. Uh, Newfoundland and Atlantic Canada federally have been, uh, you know, I think there's like 16 geoscientists working on this uh, this area, uh, looking at the lithium potential. We own about 60 kilometers of favorable horizon. We've got soil geochemistry anomalies now for about 30 kilometers. Uh, that is very similar to the signature on the mean. Uh, Kraken and Killick Discovery. Um, and we've recently brought in Piedmont Lithium as our partner. They're going to spend $12 million over 54 months to earn uh, 67% interest in the project directly. And they financed uh, Vinland Lithium, which will be the mother company that holds the project, uh, $2 million cash at a dollar per share. And Benton owns 4 million shares of Vinland, and so does Sokoman. At Piedmont, owns 2 million. 
And our plan is to take that company public in uh, January or February uh, with the blessing of uh, Piedmont, uh, which we're uh, currently working with. So uh, that's, um, uh, you know, that's where we're going with that. This will be the tightest lithium company on the exchange with only, you know, two to three million shares tradable uh, after the IPO. So uh, pretty exciting times. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, I think uh, the opportunity for lithium in Newfoundland has just begun as well. Yeah, I, I, I spoke to Tim a couple of days ago and he's uh, equally excited about what that what that holds. And um, Okay, so, so, so there we go. So we got that component, but you know, that that's uh, when it goes public, that's not something you're looking to offload or monetize in any way anytime say right no we think this is an opportunity you know a rare opportunity to have a company that uh, you know could be a leader in the space we got you know most lithium companies you find a deposit then what do you do with it you gotta you gotta make a concentrate that can only be to a maximum of seven percent lithium in a spodumene concentrate then you got to get some sort of an offtake agreement which is it's very tough to do that as well I mean, we've, we've got that built all into Vinland with Piedmont building a, a refinery down in, in, uh, in the U.S. Uh, we're, we're on the south coast of Newfoundland, on the Atlantic Ocean, where we could easily put, you know, concentrate on a boat and get it down to the Carolinas and, uh, and into, their, into their facility uh, in Tennessee. So, you know, we've got this all built in, uh, you know, as a strategic, you know, pile so again the, this is a rare opportunity for shareholders uh, uh that we've we've kind of built all that into one but we haven't stopped yet we haven't finished <laughs> there's more <laughs> uh pgus as well so uh again um tell us a little bit about that project or that so that interest I should yeah say. so a couple of years ago we uh we spun out a company out of benton called clean air metals uh, essentially, we purchased a deposit from uh, Real Tinto Explorations and another company in uh, in Australia called Panoramic Resources. Um, we we merged the two deposits together uh, as they sit side by each. They're magmatic conduits, uh, very similar to Naroks in Russia. A very high grade uh, copper nickel PGEs. I think somebody intercepts in. Uh, and Escape Lake uh, were greater than 40 meters at greater than 8 grams platinum palladium with uh, over 2% combined copper nickel. Um, I mean, these are, again, very rare discoveries, high grade. Um, P uh, Clean Air had some internal problems. They made a mistake on their initial resource estimate and then had to cut it by 30% a year later, uh, which kind of they got punished in the market down to four, uh, 4 cents. Uh, it's run by a, uh, a guy by the name of Jim Gallagher, who was the CEO of North American Palladium, which, of course, is only 60 kilometers north of the Clean Air Metals Deposit, uh, uh, Thunder Bay North Deposit, uh, which is the Impala uh, Canada Palladium mine now. Um, so, in theory, they could probably mine this deposit and mill it in, you know, at the Impala plant. Uh, but that certainly has not come to fruition because we thought that was the, the, the key to this deposit being a very, very viable deposit. Um, so, you know, with that, Clean Air recently has been making strides, uh, trading high volume 
gone from four and a half cents to seven and a half to eat uh, as of today. Um, and it's been mentioned by a few uh, a few uh, brokers and analysts in the last little while as being a bottom feed uh, you know opportunity. Uh, so maybe that's what's moving it. But they did uh, make an announcement a few months ago that they hired uh, a group out of Paradigm Capital out of Toronto to see if they could find a suitor for uh, the deposit. You know, somebody else that's in the copper, nickel, platinum, palladium space. I mean, you couldn't get better infrastructure. It's 40, 40 kilometers north of Thunder Bay, you know, which is a mining town. Uh, so infrastructure, you, a paved highway goes through the project. It's got it all. And you're 60 kilometers south. You had to drive through the project to get to the Lactazil Palladium Mine, which is the only primary palladium producer in North America. Um, so I think there's great opportunity there. Benton is the biggest shareholder at 24.6 million shares. My friends and family own probably 5 million shares. Uh, uh, including myself, um, so I think again I'm I'm really bullish on clean air metals, and uh, the fact that Benton owns 24 million shares, uh, I believe is 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 going to be a payday for us. Outside of that, we own a half percent royalty uh, on that uh, on that deposit. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, other opportunities. Of course, we spun out uh, or or just sold. Uh, uh, a gold project up in Red Lake uh, near uh, on the same structure as the Great Burnt or Great Bear Discovery uh, to uh, Renegade Gold. Uh, we, we received our last payment of $300,000. We kept a 2% royalty on that. So Benton has got a lot of irons in the fire, including past royalties that we still hold on various uh, projects we've generated. Uh, but ultimately, I think Great Burnt is going to be is going to be our major, major discovery. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. And I guess um, they'll say you could have a lot going on with um, Suckerman, um, as you know, Tim uh, Frond at uh, Suckerman as well. It, but but the key is, as you say, focus, 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 focus. So that you focus your capital, focus your time, money, uh, and effort on uh, great brands. And you know that's the thing I think people are getting excited about for for sure. I'm um, Stephen. I as a, as a first pass through the company, I've enjoyed actually. Hearing you talk about it, there are a lot of moving parts, but um, it, they're all great optionality for the future. Um, but for now, uh, we look forward to staying in touch with the Ghost of Great Brent and everything that you're doing with it. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you, Matt. Uh, great Brent is uh, is going to be our 100% focus moving forward here. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be some fun times ahead.